Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show. The Tom Bernard Morning Show. Streamed every morning on the Tom Bernard Show app and anytime on demand wherever you get your podcasts. That's great. I get back. Tevin's laughing and Brittany's chowing down. Uh, what a view. That's great that you brought that up um, because it looks absolutely disgusting what she's eating. The name doesn't help either. It's called Mush, M-U-S-H. It's just overnight oats, but it's like, oh, yeah. It looks gross. And she eats it every day. Hold on. First off, tilt that towards the camera again, please. It even knocked her yeah. off the air. It's just overnight oats, but wow, um, gross. What does overnight oats mean? I don't it, even know what that means. It's uh, you can make them yourselves, but it's just oats you put in with a bunch of different things in the fridge and it just soaks it all up. Um, it doesn't mm. look great. It tastes good. Um, it doesn't have dairy in it, which is great for me in the morning. So, so are you gonna have to poop after that? I mean, I hopefully at some point. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. See right there. You got it all covered. Everything is good. I, I mean, the goal is every day to poop, and I definitely, that's a check mark I make a couple times a day. Am I right? If you can get her done, it's a magnificent life. That's all I have. So you have a great life. There's no question about it, ladies and gentlemen. No, what's that? Is that a drink? Is that this like is coffee. whiskey Coke? Yeah. This is whiskey Coke. Um, I'm using an old coffee cup that Justin got me yesterday. I'm becoming Gel fan that I'm just using old things. I put coffee in it today and I've just been reusing it. Oh, God. So many people reached out to me about that story about my brother Troy talking to me over my mother's casket. Yeah. I told you guys that story. Yeah, the coffee and the cigarette. The coffee and the cigarette in the casket. If, if there was proof, like no proof that cigarettes were bad for you, that would be me every morning. I would have a cigarette and a coffee. A cigarette, yeah, sure. <sighs> like if it didn't hurt you because I love coffee and cigarettes. Oh, I love them. No, it started out deep enough, but after she did have a couple of cigarettes during the day and some coffee, it was like, Tom, what time will you be home this afternoon? Yeah. Honestly, my mother's voice was deep as hell. Oh, toots. I do miss you, toots. I adored my mother. Do you guys adore your mothers? And if you didn't, don't even bring it up because I don't want to oh, hear it. Me, I'm so jealous right now. So Beverly and Justin are having a, a Beverly and Justin mess around day. They uh, both have plans. They're going to go get curtains, and then they're going to Christmas shop. And the oh. jealousy I have that they get to hang out with each other today is so palpable. I keep being like, where are you guys going to go? What are you doing? During the commercial breaks, I text like, hey, where are you guys now? What's going on? Oh, they probably are like just talking shit about you. Like, is she talk texting you too? Yeah, she won't leave me alone. Yeah. Like, this is our special day together. I'm so yeah. jealous. I love hanging out with my mom. I love hanging out with Justin. Like, they get to hang out without me. It's so, oh. No question. Do you have like a favorite moment or a few favorite moments with your mother? You look back on and go, my God, that, that was an, like an example of that. I was with my mother sitting there watching a little television at her house over on 26th Avenue North. And again, I'll show you the kind of businesswoman my mother was. She bought that house for $16,000 and 10 years later sold it for $16,000. <laughs> That's impressive. Nice purchase. Dang. <laughs> nice purchase toots way to think ahead but yeah i'm sitting there with her one day and uh all of a sudden there was a break in the news i can't even remember what year it would have been i think it was like 72 or something like that you guys would know this but i'm sitting there and they announced that elvis presley had been found dead and my mother started crying like somebody said that I, that one of her kids had died it was so cool to see my my mother loved elvis and you know why huh because he, he was a poor kid that came up and became very famous, one of the most famous people in the world. And she loved the fact that America, and she did talk about America, that America could take a poor kid from the deep south and make him one of the biggest stars in the world. She loved that. That's amazing. He could come from nothing and become everything. Yeah. That is kind of, do we do that anymore? Does that happen any longer? Yeah, I think yeah. it happens all the time. I think, like, I, I think America, like, that's what's really cool. Like, I think it's not just 
working hard. It's also a lot of good luck, but they're people, people yeah, make it yeah. in whatever realm that is. They, they maybe owning a house is their version of making it big. Maybe, um, yeah, you yeah. know, buying a car is like, so there, I think that exists is that like, you know, and you, you can't take away some of that, some of that's luck and some of that's whatever, but people do things and they, they, if, if I, I believe that people have, you have the opportunities to, to do that stuff. And it's really cool. It is wonderful. I like it when people help each other out and they're happy to do it and they don't want any special notice for it or any of that stuff. I, I love when people do things like that. Yeah. Okay, let's be honest. Not everything about the holidays is awesome unless you're like seven years old. Well, that's probably true. Uh, yeah, seven. I was very fired up when I was seven. Yeah. For two reasons. It was Christmas and they took my dad to the nut house. So I was very happy. One, you know one, I mean? one, uh, one man snuck in your house and one got... Pushed out. <laughs> Dad's gone, but Santa's here. Yay! What a great trade. Uh, in any case, a website recently suggested various Christmas traditions and then asked people, do you guys have any Christmas traditions? I, I don't think mm -hmm. we do in my family. Yeah. Yeah, we do. Uh, like, yeah. What do, do? Like, uh, uh, the big one is uh, we put the Santa bears up um, and we go oh, through and nice. we make sure we do it by year. It's usually me and Josie now. Um and then we do like the stockings, of course. And mm -hmm. I think this Justin loves his mom's cheesecake, and so we try to make it. We always mess it up, but it's still good. Sure. Um, just fun stuff like that. Like I love, especially after having go go. I think the I, Christmas was kind of harder, not hard growing up, but it was very triggering because we had so many family dynamics and like step family and this and that and people are arguing and who goes where and what kind of thing like do you go dad's house mom's all that stuff but now that I have a kid I just I find it to be so fun like only fun oh it is and oh it gets better too by the way when the kid gets older year by year you're gonna love it anytime she sees the Santa Tom she no matter what if she's seen it a hundred times, she'll go, ho, 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 ho. <laughs> like, you're not nailing it. You're close. Yeah, yeah. Well, close enough. There's no question about that. How about you guys? Do you have any? Yeah. But, you know, similar to Brittany, you know, obviously the decorating portion of it, you always make a big deal yep. out of that. Uh, but, like, when I was growing up, my mom, she was very strict on, we'll go see all of the family, you know, all around Christmas. Mm -hmm. But on Christmas Day, she's like, I'm waking up in my own bed. We're making a big breakfast and we're just hanging right. out with family that's all day. So your and mom so, was so good about guarding that for you guys, like the bubble. That's he, so cool. Yeah, and so now, like as an adult, I remember, like I got <laughs> kicked out of my family Christmas. We don't have to dive into that one year. And so ever since then, I'm just like, you know what? Yeah, Christmas Day. Screw all of you anyway. I'm just staying home. And so, oh well, yeah, I, I do my oh, own thing. Oh ho, oh. yeah. Or ho ha ho, 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 ho. Yeah. and it's always ho, overnight ho, ho, French ho. toast every year. Oh, that's, that's, the, that's the dish I make. So I love French toast. Ah, so my, why don't you make it for us, you cheap prick? Let's go. Yeah, I don't have to eat my mush. <laughs> okay, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll bring some. I'll bring some in. AJ, how about you? Um, I guess one that we kind of do. We I one we used to do, which I loved. I looked forward to this every year. We would, uh, on Christmas Day, wake up. My mom's parents, my grandpa and grandma, would be with us. And, you know, they would have kind of like Christmas Eve with us and have that. But then Christmas Day, we would go to my dad's brother's house. And that entire side of the family would come join. And it was just like it, a lot of a lot of Italians, like the Catani side of the family is coming over. Uh -oh. and, uh, living in a cul-de-sac, we'd get out there and have the family boot hockey game. And that was Wonderful. that like half hour. It felt longer. Yeah. But it, you know, it, that half hour was just the best part of that entire day because it's, you know, you pick the teams and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. It's just a lot of fun. And then you know, after you go in, some people. You know, they're sweaty. Some people got pushed into a snowbank. Yeah. You know, by, you know, and you got to rehash the game for the next oh, yeah. four hours. Yeah. Exactly. Like Uncle Rob on the back door won the game. And, yep. and yeah. He so. thinks he's Wayne Gretzky. Yeah. <laughs> he's walking around the house, <laughs> yeah. chest Gretzky. out. But then you go inside, and then the rest of the day is just like, you know, all right, we're going to eat. We're going to sit around. We're going to talk. And, yeah, that that whole community, like, family aspect was something I always look forward to. But then we haven't done it in a few years now since my, mm -hmm. since my aunt passed. But uh, – yeah, right. like that uh, that was like the pinnacle of, of like Christmas time growing up for me. I was almost certain one of the three of you would go, what the hell are you talking about? I'm a Muslim. I thought for sure you'd throw that at me. Oh, yeah. Well, you didn't uh, ask so about any Kwanzaa traditions. So. <laughs> you didn't ask about Kwanzaa, Tom. <laughs> Way to go, man. 
No, see, that's wonderful. You all, you have such great Christmas memories and being together. It's and it, it's all oh. based on family. It sounds like to yeah. Me. And I remember like Christmas Day waking up and like and leading up to Christmas, you're looking under the tree trying to guess oh, what your presents are. So exciting. And yeah. me, me and my brother were big into video games, and so usually every year my mom would buy us. You know, one of them would be a video game. We knew what the like the box looked like, and you're just so excited. And so we to would play. save that. Yeah. We'd save that one for last, <gasps> and we'd be like, "Which one did you get? I got this one." Okay, I'm gonna go set the timer for an hour. You play your game for an hour, and then I'm gonna play mine for an hour, and we just waste the day away. On and Christmas would you day. watch each other play oh, then? Of course. Oh, I yeah. love that. Yeah. Would you ever do the like the the small rip every once in a while? Like it's under the tree, and like oh, you know, <laughs> oh, this one, this one just. Look at that! Like the cat must have ripped like, it. What? Okay, and then it's like okay, based on this like one inch square, what could it possibly? <laughs> I can't. <laughs> oh yeah, one year I really pissed off my mom because I opened one and it was this old navy vest that I did not want, so I secretly oh, opened it. No. And so I decided like, oh, I'm just gonna like hint at dinner tonight that I don't want this vest. And as soon as I said it, my mom looked at me dead in the face. <laughs> And was like, did you open your present? I said, no. She goes, and like the tape's not even remotely sticking again. Oh, it was, she was so mad at me. And I like, it was so out of character to me, but it was like, all right, this is going to be my yeah. first act of rebellion for many more to come. No, or my grandma, I don't know how she did it, but because we had so many cousins and she would buy everybody tons of gifts, but we would open them from youngest to oldest. And I was the oldest, and most of the gifts were everybody got the same thing. Like, she just went to the store, everybody gets a toy car. So by the end of it, I knew everything that I was getting. And so I would do, like, the big fake dramatic, like, oh, my gosh, I didn't know this was going to be a toy car. And they're like, Tevin, you're very good at the fake. I was like, yeah, well, I've been opening up my gifts last every year. That's funny. So I know what I'm getting, yes. That reminds me Love of like the stuff. the viral video of the kid that's like practicing opening gifts for when his mm-hmm. family's over. His yeah. parents like wrapped up a potato, so it, it's it's so it's so cute. It's such a good video. But he opens it, and he goes, oh, a potato. And he like hugs <laughs> it. It's just it's great. Magnificent. Again, a website recently suggested various Christmas traditions and then asked people whether they're really still gung ho about it. If it is just so so, maybe. Or if it's something they secretly despise, thousands of people weighed in. And these were the responses, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, Christmas traditions. That Well, I'll start at the bottom because you want to go at the bottom because these are the ones they like, but they like the least. Is that correct? Yeah. Looks mm-hmm. like it. Making Christmas cards. 11% of people not only send out Christmas cards, but they apparently make them. Never did that in my life. Never did it, but it's cute. Is it? I mean, that's a cute thing to do to make a Christmas card. It means a lot more to me than most of the time when people send me a picture of their family. Especially nowadays, it's like I see pictures of your family all the time on Facebook and Instagram. But like, I think the making of it is pretty cute. That's pretty adorable. Yeah, the problem is though, if the kid gave it to me, I go, "You cheap prick! You didn't want to spend a dollar to buy a card." Oh, trust me, those crafts cost quite a bit. Getting into that Michael's world, good luck, Spendy. Number fourteen: All Christmas shopping is done by Black Friday. Fourteen percent actually do this. Number 13, Christmas family photos. 14% of people are really into it. I don't think we ever did that. Uh, then you got putting Christmas trees up before Thanksgiving. Did you guys do that? Uh, no. This year no, I did, didn't. but typically did I'm you? the day after Thanksgiving. Yeah. There you go. How about baking cookies? Did you do that? No, we don't. No. I used to I used to go to that cookie party, um, but I haven't done any of that in a long time. Okay, here's your top 10. Ugly Christmas sweaters. 25% are still obsessed with wearing an ugly Christmas sweater. I got two Mm -hmm. that are pretty cute that I like to bust out. Number nine, I'm offended if someone says they don't like Christmas. 26% of people take the holiday that seriously. Uh, Why would you tell someone, first of all, I don't like Kwanzaa, I don't like, you know, Hanukkah, I don't like... Why would you even say that to somebody? Why would that offend me? Like... The only time I got offended is when Tevin was talking shit about Halloween because it just, it made me sad for him. You mean because it's the worst holiday ever? Phenomenal. Magnificent. Hosting Christmas parties, 27% want to entertain over the holidays. Christmas decorations, 29% of people are still enthusiastic about about it. 
Uh, Christmas carols, 36% of people go out and subject others to their singing to feel like the Christmas spirit. I do like that, though, when people go, go walk through the streets and do the Christmas carols. That's nice. Yeah, it's so rare. I don't even know if yeah. we've that's ever happened to me that we haven't paid somebody. My neighbor Priscilla did that. Like, they, you know, had people come to the cul-de-sac. We had a party, and they did Christmas caroling. I've never f- happened upon that in my life. Um, Christmas movies. Do you have a favorite Christmas movie? I think Home Alone's probably mine. Home Alone yeah. is phenomenal. Then you got to go with the George C. Scott version of A Christmas Carol. That's good. Phenomenal. Mm-hmm. But there's a movie that Timmy Lammers told me about. I think it's called The Outliers or something like that. Hmm. Oh, that's you not did, it. Uh, holdovers. Holdovers. That's exactly yeah. what it is. Did you watch it? Um, I have not. No, but it's, it's on fantastic. My list. It's a very, very well-made movie. The, the acting in it. Paul Giamatti, first of all, is a tremendous actor. He's just great, but. Yeah, what, what's it called? The holdovers? Uh, yes, the holdovers. Okay, it's it's terrific. If you get a chance, watch it. It covers all the ground of you know stupid, funny, sad. You know, it covers it all and does a really, really good job. I would highly recommend it. Number four, Christmas music. You like Christmas music, don't you? Heck yeah! yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Number three, all presents must be opened on Christmas Day. No exceptions. Forty-one percent are hardcore about this. Did you ever open them on Christmas Eve? My cousins always did because they yeah. hated when their kids would wake them up at 5 a.m. But for our house, Santa comes and then we open our presents. So we are Christmas morning people. Oh, so that's good. Yeah. Wait. No. When you say what? Santa comes, like so you don't put them under the tree like today? So No, no. Though, like, there's presents you give oh, to okay. each other and like that. Oh, but, but then like, you put more also, when Santa comes. Oh, well, okay. For our house often what happens is um, – uh, I don't know. Everybody's different. Santa does different things for people's houses. Santa never wrapped our presents. Oh, okay. So we'd come down to the present uh, Santa had put together, and my mom would come down looking haggard. Um, <laughs> she probably didn't sleep well knowing that Santa was down there putting them together. <laughs> just hearing him go away with the hammer. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> like just Barbie, Barbie dream houses and arguments um, around that. So, yeah. I did when I was about five years old. I was opening a gift, and I looked at it, and I said, Mom? Have you ever noticed that your and Santa's handwriting looks exactly the same? Yeah, you were on to something there. Gee, I wonder why that was. That's because they probably, she probably learned from Santa. Duh. Obviously. Yeah, probably. Wouldn't be the worst idea. Number two is snow. 70, uh, excuse me, 42% of people love snow on Christmas. You agree? Yeah, of course. Yeah. As, right. as soon as that calendar rolls over to the next year, I'm done with snow. But same. I, I, want, I want snow from the yeah. 25th through the 1st. Otherwise, I don't need it. Yeah, I'm with I you. I like it. Number one, though, 54% of people are enthusiastic about Secret Santa. Secret Santa's pretty fun. Uh, I feel like we always know. We have seven kids in our family, and we tried doing Secret Santa, but by, like, by like one weekend, we all knew who, who had who mm. before even Christmas came. Have you ever? So there's no secret. No. It's a bummer when you get some, like, there's a, there's a group of people maybe that you're like, I could nail this for. Yeah. But you get that one person that's I like, I don't know a damn thing about this person. Yeah. Like, I see you wear shoes every day. Here's new shoelaces. Yeah. Happy, you know, Merry cool. Christmas. One thing that's I'm surprised good. that's not on that list. I'm, do people, and I guess, Brittany, you have a kid. Will you do the <laughs> cookies and milk part of Santa Claus where you, like, put that out? Yeah, of people still course do we do that. Ooh. And like, yeah, of course you got to put a carrot out for a reindeer. Oh, yeah, I guess. Yeah, I, I, of co- what am I going to be a terrible hostess? <laughs> yeah, like usual, you mean? Like usual? I'm actually going to feed the man giving us gifts. Shot of whiskey just in case he's feeling a little extravagant yeah. that night. Yeah, I'd be scared who's going to drink that since me and Justin both don't drink. So, but I mean. Gogo just wakes up hungover. <laughs> A thimble of whiskey to Christmas. Oh, there were years when I remember the old whiskey rolling big time on Christmas Eve and Christmas Day. Interesting. Tom, because I know you're not like, well, maybe you were back in the day. Could you imagine waking up hungover on Christmas to kids, waking you up at like 6 a.m., opening gifts, the wrapping, the food? I mean, I'm sure people do it all the time and good for you. I can't even imagine. Yeah. Yeah, I understand what you're saying. No question. Okay, before we move on, I must admit, because last night, Catherine was, I don't know what, we're coming up on it. Last night was the 13th, so we're only 
12 days away from Christmas. And she's like, what are you guys looking at? Sorry. Th- th- I'm sorry. <laughs> what are you guys doing? We'll, we'll, I don't know. We'll have, to talk, we'll have to talk about it on the next yeah. uh, with our guests coming up because they did something in the screen as they're getting ready to be on that the caught me off did? guard. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I can't see it. That's why I didn't know what you're talking about either, Tom. I can't see that, it either. Y- you're going to love it. I, I'll tell you that much. You're going to love it. Oh, we yeah. love it. Oh, yeah. there was more. Did you see that? There was more, more lightning. lightning. Uh, in any case, what the hell were we just talking about? We're, we're segueing. I know that. Uh, drinking on Christmas, being hungover. Yeah, something like that. But anyway, Christmas is coming up in just 11 days oh, now. Looking forward to it. Catherine was saying Christmas is coming oh, up. You're not sure night. what she's going to do last night. Yeah. Yeah. I said, oh, it's the 14th. Or last night it was the 13th, and I, I don't know what to get you for Christmas. And I just, what do you want for Christmas? And I, of course, looked at her and said, all I want for Christmas is you, to which she replied, get the hell away from me. She said, okay, but like, what if I can't give you that that day? Yeah, well, that's kind of what she said. Actually. Pretty much. One of the reasons I adore that woman so much, she has got such an edge to her, such an attitude. I love that about her. She's a very tough woman. I always loved, my mother was tough too. You're, a, mas- you're a masochist, sir. Is that what it is? I'm a masochist? Yeah possibility no question we do have to take a break so we're going to find out what those two hun yucks now Brittany and i couldn't see it no but something happened we'll take a break be right back matt and Kristen from sotheby's will join us right after this this is the tom bernard show listen live at TomBernardShow.com or on the tom bernard show app hello i'm brad huckle president and chief lending officer at north american banking company and i'm michael bilsky ceo at north american banking company As a locally owned and operated community bank, we work with many multi-generational businesses. Take personal care dentistry of Roseville, for example. Dr. Walter Hunt, also known as Painless to me, has been a longtime customer of the bank since we opened the bank in 1998. When his son Kyle was ready to join the practice, they wanted to expand quickly. With their additional space and equipment, they now are able to see more patients each day while providing the same level of care and service. Okay, guys, I'll take it from here. If you run a family business or any kind of business for that matter, you should be banking with Brad and Mike over at North American Banking Company. Every time I deal with them or their team, I know I'm working with experienced professional bankers. So why not bank with my banker? North American Banking Company, a better banking experience, member FDIC, equal housing lender. Tom here, and I want to discuss a partnership that has been wonderful in my life, Zero Res Carpet Care. Very good friends of mine. Nothing is better to someone with a family than having a completely clean home. Your carpet is the biggest filter in your house. If you want to talk about pet dander or foot traffic, dirt from the outside, they all eventually reside in your carpet. So, Zero Res Carpet Care. Listen, around the holidays, you need to contact ZeroResMinnesota.com or call 952-Z-E-R-O-R-E-Z. That's 952-Zero-Res. They clean your home with their electrolyzed pH-elevated water that does doesn't use chemicals or soaps that smell like a janitor's closet like other cleaning services. How about a Tom Bernard deal? Well, here it is. Get three rooms, zero resified, starting at 129 bucks, and don't forget your air ducts. Mention me, and they'll discount your air vents by 75 bucks too. This is for the entire month, so call them right now, 952-ZERO-RES, backward or forwarded, spells the same, or book online, zeroresminnesota.com. If it's available, ask for them to come to your place in the Tom Bernard named service truck. What an honor that was, by the way. Just mention me by name and get the special deal to get your home clean and your heart happy. Zero res car. This is Bob Sansevier, and I want to tell you about Dave Bialki from Bialki Law. Dave represented my wife, Mary, when she had a significant workplace injury. She was very happy with the job Dave did. If you have a work-related injury and have Dave represent you, I'm betting you'll be happy too. Dave is a down-to-earth guy. He grew up in northern Minnesota, rides a Harley, and worked various jobs doing concrete, electrical, plumbing, roofing, and carpentry work. Dave works for people with work-related injuries. If you work construction, or anywhere for that matter, and you're hurt or even just hurting, you should talk to Dave. Let's face it, our bodies wear out. If your body is worn out from work, if your knees or back or shoulders hurt from things you do at work, do what Mary did. Call Dave and talk to him about it at Bialki Law to set up a free initial conversation consultation the number to call is 763-571-2410 that's 763-571-2410 or visit bialkilaw.com that's b-i-a-l-k-e law.com before you head back to one of the big box stores for your hunting and shooting needs this season do yourself a favor and visit my choice knl surplus and ammo in lino lakes 
Not only does K&L have one of the widest selections of firearms and ammo in the Twin Cities, they also do business the right way. They want to make sure that you have the right firearm and the right ammo for your needs. Jim, the owner, has over 25 years of experience in the business and will help you find what you need at a fair price. Speaking of prices, a lot of stores are using inflation and supply shortages as an excuse to raise prices on ammunition. Not K&L. Jim's doing everything to hold the line on pricing so you can spend more time on the range. Find out for yourself why K&L Surplus and Ammo has been the choice of gun owners for over 25 years. Go in and chat with Jim in person at the store on Lake Drive and Lina Lakes or online at klgunstore.com. KLGunstore.com. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show Podcast. We are back, ladies and gentlemen. Um, you know, one thing I do love about doing this job, I've been doing, I've been in radio now for 53 years, something like that. And I love it when I'm going to interview somebody and then the salesperson sends me something like this. Yeah, 40 pages long. <laughs> Tom, that's only, that should only take you about 60 seconds to read that whole Wait, thing. Wait, Tom, did you send, Whoa. did you get the one that I sent? Yeah. I, I I feel like that's not it. Maybe it is. I might have sent you the wrong one, which is on my fault, which is my fault. I thought I uh It's not a big deal. Okay. But why? What what's the problem? I had one that was uh a little little thinned out. Well, I know you did. I, that, that but I yeah, I, I, I have that one too. Gotcha. This is a different one, you're right. Okay. So, oh, why why does it when I look up at the picture say Kristen, but there's no mention of Matt? It just says right here it says <laughs> Kristen. What the hell is that? That's that guy right there. Oh, he did it. He doesn't want I don't want my name known on Bernard's show. Just we'll put your name up there, but not mine. Is that the plan? <laughs> oh, hi, guys. Well, it was, it's my computer, so I guess. Yeah, no. <laughs> it all works. Out. Okay, now, for some reason, now, Brittany and I couldn't see it, but for some reason, Tevin and AJ had a big laugh of something you two did, but I don't know what it was. They wouldn't tell me. Oh, I, you know. I don't know. Is that a beer? A white claw? <laughs> white claw. And yeah. There was, there was a shirt. There was a shirt that caught us off guard that you were, oh. I think you were folding. Yeah. Okay. So I ran around Key West and I got everyone a shirt. And you know what's hard is I know your personalities from listening, but I really don't know that much about you. So I'm mm -hmm. in this t-shirt store for about an hour trying to match up personalities with all these sayings. So we're going to showcase all the T-shirts and who they go to. Uh-oh. Now I'm nervous. I'm thought, so scared yeah. and excited. How dare you? I'm excited. Should we, do it? Should we do it now or at the end of the show? Whatever you want to do, it's up to you, Kristen. Okay. Well, we're going to start with you first, Tom. I, that's my favorite sign in the history of going to Key West. So there, what, do you know the name of the store where that hangs in the window? I can't remember the name of the store. Um. I was it's, just there yesterday. Uh, Tootsie's or Tootsie's like 2020 that. or something like that. Something like you that. You got to read it, Tom. Yeah, and for the listeners that are not watching us, us on YouTube, it oh. says, I'm not gay, but $20 is $20. <laughs> Apparently, they jumped ahead. I, you know, was going to save that for a little bit, but, you oh, know, sorry. A <laughs> bunch of pushy co workers. I'm so, I'm getting used to it eventually, you know. Disregard no, everything I just said. You know, and for your wife, Catherine, you know, I uh -oh. don't know her at all, but I just, I think she's probably really sweet in the state, so I didn't want to get her anything too nasty, but. I don't need Google, my husband. Oh, okay, Kristen. <laughs> I don't need Google, but because my husband knows everything. A shot at Uncle Tom. That's all how, I'm saying. How fitting, huh? Yeah, indeed. Okay, who we got next? Um, AJ. Oh, that's a good one. Oh, AJ. Oh, I'm excited. I'm nervous. Oh. Okay. What does it say, AJ? Uh... <laughs> 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 
We got a picture of tr uh, Trump Matt, at the top, right? It's it, more jobs. Obama than no jobs. Is that, I, it's a wrinkle. Is that Clinton? Oh uh, yeah, Clinton. Yeah. Clinton yeah. blow jobs. Then Biden says nut job. <laughs> oh my uh, god, that's amazing. <laughs> Isn't that one good? That was, I can't amazing. wait to like see you that turn one. that into a crop top. Just oh, rocking yeah. that. <laughs> yep. No, so we're this one we got for Pat. <laughs> Working harder than an ugly strip. Well, he would make an ugly stripper. I got to be honest with you about that. Nothing with Pat, but he would not be a good. What do you think, Matt? Ugly stripper, Pat? Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> okay, let's see. Is this Britney's? Oh, no. We all know who this is probably, but here we go. <laughs> oh Jesus! <laughs> That's definitely Britney. It's definitely Britney. Definitely Britney. Definitely. Kevin. Oh my God. Devin. Okay. You're gonna wear that around um, town. Devin, what am I? Are you gonna do that one out loud? Tevin, yeah, for the best podcast. cock on the block with a picture of a strong chicken. Yeah. <laughs> the rooster, not a chicken. Yeah, so, grow up. Uh. Okay, here's Britney's. <laughs> oh, yeah, well, like that. that's definitely me. That's definitely me. Any cock will do. Uh, and then the last one. Brilliant. Uh, I think it was Andy's. Oh, Andy's. I'm pooped. Yeah, that'd be, that's a good one for Andy. That'll be perfect yeah. for him because he uh, he goes through that. There's no question about it. I pooped today. Yay. I pooped today. <laughs> It's a good thing. There's no qu well. That was very nice. You did all that work. You guys went through for this. Now, Matt, did you were you were you helping on the selection of these T-shirts? I had nothing to do with it. The whole time, the whole time that she was showing the T-shirts, Matt was doing this. Right. He's trying to distance himself as far away from the frame as possible while still being in the shot. Now, Catherine wanted me to ask you guys. So how long are you going to be down in Key West? Um, I mean, this particular stay. Are you both going to be around for several more weeks? Well, I live here full time. Right. right? You live here full here. time. Yeah. yeah um, I, I go back and forth. Oh, you do? Three times a month, probably. I'm in Minnesota constantly. I'm Catherine and I are thinking about driving down and, and having a little dinner with you guys one night uh, this, this winter. Oh, my gosh. Come down. We'll, we'll take you out and about. And my husband's a charter captain. So if you want to go fishing or for a boat ride or sandbars, we got you. No, it'd be great. I love Key West. And you know what sucks about this now is that the laws have gotten so strict about uh, insurance and all the rest. You, you can't bring people with you anywhere anymore. It's way too expensive. Doesn't that suck? No, that's only till about noon. After 12 o'clock. After <laughs> 12, you're fine. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we used to love bringing the, at the queue. We we brought listeners down there, I don't know how many years in a row. It was unbelievable. Uh, look, I'll just talk about my own experiences. That T-shirt, that uh, I'm not gay, but 20 bucks, 20 bucks, was actually hanging in the window of a shop that Kristen was just talking about. I walked by it and I went, did that just say what I thought it said? I went back and ran and I said... <laughs> I found a place that kind of fits my personality because most places would never have the balls to put something like that in their window. No, no. it's funny. Can we have, can we laugh? It'd be great. Right. Yeah. And that's what it is. It's, it's freedom down here. You're supposed to, you know, we accept everybody and everything down here and pretty yep. much anything goes. I mean, it's still the same as it was. There's um, we got a new County or no, a new city manager in and he's trying to, Spurs things up a little bit. We don't know what that means, but maybe you can't mm -hmm. walk naked down Duval anymore. You might have to wear well, tassels, but something. Sure. You know. So he's trying to clean it up a little bit. <laughs> don't clean it up too much. Yeah. So today our power went out, you know, because we're a little island. So right, if, right. if a sailboat hits a wire or anything, it cuts mm -hmm. down power. So we just got power on about a half hour ago. We were running around trying to get everything set up and yeah, it was craziness, but that's what we love. So um, I was going to, I called the city, speaking of the city manager, I called the office. I said, hey, can you get me into the waterfront? You know, do you know where we have our big concerts? Was that there when yeah, you were yep, here? Yep. Okay. So I called them and they said, yeah, we'll meet you there at 945 because I wanted to go on stage and showcase all of, you know, the park and the venue and everything back there. 
because um, I told Matt, I said, the one thing everybody loves about Key West is all the music. And we have so mm -hmm. many awesome concerts coming up. So I wanted to showcase that venue, but then we have this little storm coming in, so we couldn't go. But Well, that's yeah. too bad. I'm going to ask yeah. you a question when we do come down again. Yeah. Uh, there's an Italian place that's kind of, oh, God, I can't even describe where it was, but I love this place. It's been there forever, and I'm hoping it's still there because I haven't been down in a couple of years now, but it's, I think it's called like Avendanza, something like that. It starts with an, it's, I think it's Avendanza, I believe. No, it, it's not here anymore, but we'll take you to Bagatelle. Oh, what happened to my, re I love that restaurant. I don't know. We'll have to Google that. We go to Lachatoria. That's my favorite. Oh, Lachatoria. Oh, you'll like that. Okay, we'll go there instead. Yeah. That works for me. But but I just, again, for people who have never been there, because some people oh, Key West, you know, it might not be for me. I'm telling you, when you get to Key West, there are these magnificent hotels that have been there forever. Just uh, really, really nice. The food is fantastic. The people, everybody, when I was down there, was very, very friendly to me. I'd be walking down the street, hey, how you doing? I, I just... I love that about Key West. It's a very, very friendly place, don't you think? Go ahead, Matt. Yeah, most definitely. I mean, I like the vibe down here so much more than like even other parts of Florida because you don't people down here don't flaunt money really. You know, hundred thousand dollar cars everywhere on the street, like Miami Beach or something. That doesn't exist here. And there's a lot of money down here, but you would never know like right. so people here. And I think that's really cool. I you know, I do mortgages obviously and mm -hmm. um I'll get a customer and I'll think, I just don't even know, like, how and where does all this money come from? And they're still financing. You know, they don't finance the whole thing. If they're buying a $3 million house, they'll finance a mill or something. But right, you know, right. when I moved down here, you know, from Alexandria, Minnesota, where homes were 200000 or 250000 Right. And you come down here and you see, you know, trust fund kids living off of, you know, million dollars a year, but they look like they don't have a pot to piss in. You just don't know. <laughs> it's the money down here is insane. And it just, yeah. every single time I say, oh my gosh, I can't believe that's the wealthiest person I've ever seen. Then the next week, someone else comes in. And so it's, you know, and we're blessed to be where we are because of the island life, but the people make where we live. No that's doubt. why it's so amazing. And of course, the weather and the water and the, you know, you're able to drink a White Claw at 9 a.m., stuff like that. <laughs> she owned up to it. Yeah, she owned up to it, baby. No, I, it just, it's, if, if you don't like Key West, there's something wrong with you because the history there, whether it's Harry Truman, we talked about Ernest Hemingway, there's so many people that went to Key West. Well, Harry Truman wanted to put the White House on Key West. Did you ever know that? Yes, yeah, he did. We, we have parties at that little Truman White House, and it's oh, do so you? magical and beautiful back there. That we'll have a like the chamber will hold an event back there, and it's just you, you feel just such a part of history. And Sloppy Joe's is still there, I'm assuming. Oh, yeah, I have to go there tonight. Oh, you have to go there tonight, <laughs> really? Gee, yeah. that's too bad, Kristen. I'm sorry, you're forced to go <laughs> to a bar. There's a bunch of Minnesota people down here right now. And so the meetup place is at Sloppy Joe's at 10 p.m. And I said, I, you know, it's a little late for me, but I'll try and make it. <laughs> One of my great mem memories of Key West, I'm just kind of walking around the island, just kind of going through downtown then go out to the port. And I'm thinking, you know, just very peaceful, really, really nice and all the rest of it. And this huge ship came and uh, moored there uh, in the island. And I found out very quickly, it was hilarious, because I was like, you know, I wish more Minnesotans would come down here and get this experience. But the ship pulls up. It was full of people from Minnesota. It was hilarious. <laughs> you go, hey, Tommy, I didn't know you were here. Other guys, oh, God, don't you listen to the show? They come down here every year. It was so nice that, like, yeah. 200 people came and said hello. It was, what a oh. moment that was. How fun. I know, I just cool. love it. Anytime I'm out and about and I... Anyone from Minnesota is there, and we do have a lot more from the Midwest coming down. I'd like to think mm -hmm. that, um, you know, us being down here has helped too. And we've gotten so many comments, requests, and everything from being on your show. I think Good. the last one, I had a text message right after we got off or it aired 
about five minutes later. I'll have to read you some of it. But Matt got a couple of customers last week. So. Yeah. Oh, you did? Um, yeah. well, well, tell them to spend some dough. Come off the dough, Buster. Can you say that? Possibilities. We'll yeah. see. You know. I'd love to see it. Well, tell them I insisted. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, look, I mean, it's, it, so let me ask you a question to get to, to get kind of a middling house down in Key West. The only reason I'm asking this is because on Palm Beach Island, there is a lot. Now, it's a large lot. There's no question about that. There is a lot for sale. There's nothing on it. It's just a piece of land. And it's a big piece of land for sale for two hundred million dollars. Just the land. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> it's like What? So, I, you know, um, you got some spending. Stuff. What's you that? Need a land loan for that, Tommy? <laughs> yeah, you know, I, I could come up with, well, I could come up with about half of it, a hundred million, but I might need help with the other hundred million to buy. <laughs> so, what kind of house would you build on a two hundred million dollar lot? Think about that. Well, <laughs> I, I, yeah. Uh, so the money down here is you know, unreal, but you step up into that area and we're in a different league. Like, I don't even understand that. Like, it's no, it's buy a $200 million lot and put a house on there. They don't need me for financing. They're rolling in and. Yeah, I suppose that is true. Well, nobody's bought it yet. It's been for sale for about three weeks, so, but nobody's bought it yet. So we'll see how it goes. But yeah, so the, uh, they're really, I was just thinking about an average house in Key West, and I don't know if there are average houses. There's some great neighborhoods. You could take these walk, and I would, by the way, the first time you go to Key West, walk through the neighborhoods because you'll have this magnificent, magnificent experience because the people tend to be very nice. There, you might find a cat or two down there among the uh, the. How now? There's some that peeked over the couch at at me. Just was that a dog or a cat behind you? Oh, that's my dog. Oh, your dog. He was right between the two. He was like, what's going on here? He looked Maybe. right between the two. It was great. It was phenomenal. But, okay, so if somebody has never been to Key West and they want to come down because they're thinking about it, they've heard us talk about it. One thing I will tell you again, ladies and gentlemen, and this is big for Minnesotans, as you both know, everybody leaves you alone. They'll say, hello, how you doing, all the rest of it. They will not bother you. They don't get in your face down there. That was my experience anyway. They just don't do that there. No, we have lots of celebrities that come and I've mm -hmm. been sitting next to them at lunchtime and, you know, like Dale Earnhardt Jr., um, the, um, Tom, or the Johnson, what's his, the Johnson, the football coach, he lives in Isle Morata. Oh, Jimmy Johnson? Yeah, Jimmy Johnson. Oh, so, Isle is nice, yep. Yeah, it's such a beautiful area and I was there mm -hmm. and having lunch and I don't ever ask to take their pictures or anything, but I did. Jimmy Johnson was with another football coach and I was with my daughter and I um, bought his lunch. I mean, who could say they bought Jimmy Johnson his lunch yeah. and why would someone do that? I didn't say hi. I didn't ask for a picture. Didn't acknowledge, just told the waitress, hand me his bill and paid his bill and left and hand it. My daughter's like, why would you do that? You know, she doesn't understand the nostalgia from, you know, seeing someone like that, but we leave yeah. them alone. That makes sense. But I, the feeling I got the very first time, and I really wish we could maybe put together something with this show someday, but the insurance part of it is such a bitch now. It's unbelievable. But I went yeah. down there. People are very, very friendly. You can go for long walks around the neighborhoods or whatever. You go to the hotels. bunch of really nice hotels down there, too, by the way, for your stay when you go down looking for some real estate. If you want to talk to Matt and Kristen about buying a place down there, which I'm telling you, you you're – some people have this idea that Florida is a whole, oh my God, I'd never go to Florida. It's just a, you tell me you go from Key West over to Little Palm Island. Then you go up to Isla Mirada, like you're talking about. You go up to Key Largo. It's a magnificently beautiful state. And I'm just talking about the East Coast there. That doesn't even include the West Coast, which no. is nice as well, right? Oh, yeah. Well. I, it's I fell in love with coming down here when I was a little girl. Um, my mom would always bring me down, my parents. And uh, I always said, I tried to come down here after high school because I wanted to bartend at the Tiki Bar, the original oh, Tiki Bar sure. in Iowa, Colorado. Yeah, I had sure. my bags packed and I was going. I wasn't going to go to college. I was supposed to swim, all this stuff. I said, no, I want to go bartend at the Tiki Bar. She took my suitcase and she said, well, you're not taking that because I think that. <laughs> 
I was like, okay, we better. And she goes, you're not driving our car we gave you, so I don't know how you're getting there. So off to St. Cloud State I went. Yeah. You know how cool it is, too, for the first time a guy gets there and you walk into Sloppy Joe's and you sit there and go, Ernest Hemingway used to sit here. I'm, I've heard every day. I don't know if that's true or not, but uh, Ernest did like to go to the bars from what I understand. But just to walk into those places and see all the great history there. Uh, I'll tell you another thing, and this may sound a little, you know, hokey to some people, but but it means the world to me. That sunset, where that sun sets behind the island, Sunset Island, that is one of the most magnificent visages you're ever going to have in your life. It's You ain't going to believe how beautiful that is when that happens. Do you guys still go there even though you live there? Do you go once in a while just to see it? Oh, all the time. Yeah. 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 I mean, sometimes we'll we'll look outside and it's going to be a great sunset. And my husband will say, let's hop in the boat quick. We run yep. over to that spot. And the sunset still after seven years of me living here, it still just takes your breath away. I, it does. You can have the worst day and you just go watch a Key West sunset and it's all better. That's exactly the point I was making. Let's say you did have a bad day. Things weren't going all that well. You go watch that sunset and there are places to stand that there's this, I don't know. It's there are a couple of bars right there. I know too, which is yeah. really unusual in Key West to have a bar right there on the ocean. But you know. yeah, right, right. Yeah, there's 331 now. We just got 331 new. bars. 331. That's like one for every 10 feet. <laughs> it is. You can stumble out one door and stumble in the next. This is something, and again, I'm not trying to be anti-Minnesotan here. Not at all. I was born and raised in Minnesota. Love Minnesota. There's no question about it. But they can be a bit judgmental. You never run into that in Key West. There, people are not sitting there judging you, which no. I really liked. And and if they do, they're the ones that aren't coming back. So bye. Yeah. <laughs> so goodbye. <laughs> we'll see you later. Yeah. Um, okay, let's say that I that I'm a potential buyer. So I reach out to Matt and Kristen. So what happens next? Um, typically, we um, well, Kristen works on the financing piece and we work on qualifying kind of what you're looking for talk about the different areas talk about the different keys talk about the different property types educate people about the insurances down here like you mentioned there's so much more to know about that than you're ever going to get used to in minnesota um and then hopefully set up a time to go look at some stuff and we do a lot of video tours down here also because people oh, can't sure. jump on a plane i mean i can't believe people buy houses so oh I literally like sight unseen like a three million dollars yeah <laughs> they buy sight unseen <laughs> it's <laughs> not all bad no but again we're not sitting here making stuff i know we only got a couple of minutes left but we're not sitting here making things up as we go along to, to make it look better what 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 matt and kristen have told you about it what i've told you about it uh Brittany, you've been down there uh we're not making it up it's a completely different feeling than i get pretty much anywhere else in the united states and i'm not making that up it's totally different it's like it's not even a part of the United States. It's like its own island. No. Mm -hmm. yeah. But it is. I mean, it is very nice. yeah. I mean, it's probably like the only place in the world that you can show a $4 million property and wear gym shorts, flip-flops, and a t-shirt. <laughs> yeah. No, it's, it's wild, too. I was really nervous to go down there because, you know, I know a lot of mantras like drinking, 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 and I don't drink. And so I was oh, like, no. I was yeah, like, am I not going to – is that going to – it was so my vibe because they just mm -hmm. kind of mix in – fun with family and History. like yeah and you can go whatever and like I went for runs in the morning and then I would walk around with Alex and her kids and we'd be looking for different animals walking around because you'd have the chickens and the cat yeah. so it was like so my vibe because it had all chickens. the it just really encompassed like I I've, I've been wanting to take Justin there for so long because I went with work with, with our other station and I'm mm -hmm. like, it's so beautiful and fun. And like, it's definitely mm -hmm. one of those, uh, like on my short list of, all right, this is a great vacation spot, especially now that we have a kiddo. Oh, right. It's a good spot this time of year starting to get to Brittany if you do like to run, which I do. Because um, I mean, you can pretty much run every day of the year down here, except oh, yeah. at 3.30 in the morning. Not in August. <laughs> You'd be called to the hospital. <laughs> me and Matt, me and Matt will be out there sweating profusely. It's fine. We look great when we're almost dead. No question. AJ and Tevin, you got me. No, neither one of you have ever been to Key West. Is that right? Correct. No, I have not. Okay. Do you have any questions about? It? Is there some impression of you you have of Key West that you'd like to know if it's true or not? 
Yeah, like for somebody that's like me, for instance, that at all times throughout the year, I'm basically wearing an additional sweater just by body fat. How 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 hot does it actually get? Like, am I going to die of like exhaustion down there all the time, or is it is it like a comfortable warm? It's comfortable because you've got water on all sides of you. Mm-hmm. You know, if you go to Orlando or something in the middle of the summertime, oh, it's extremely yeah. oppressive. And it gets hot here, don't get me wrong. It's a lot of humidity, but it never gets above like 90, 91, 92. Okay. No, hottest. we have. Not that that's not hot, but I mean. You know, the island is two by four miles, so the breeze is coming right. from the Atlantic. Oh, yeah. Yep. It's coming everywhere. So we do have a breeze. You're either in the pool or you're in the air conditioning. Oh, um, keep or talking you- to me, yep. Or you shave before you come down, you know, so you... Yeah, well, I, I think that's good advice in general, Kristen, for AJ. Just... Well, you guys can have a shaving party before he comes down. Uh, January, February, you would like those months. Oh, God, they're right. beautiful. All right. Yeah. yeah. You know, I, do you I, like music? Yeah, yeah. I'm actually going to a show tonight, so any live music, any stuff like that, if that's a common occurrence down in Key West, I'm, I'm there. Uh, every single day, the music starts at 8 a.m. It ends at 4 p.m. But, you know, the venue that I was talking about, let me quick read you this and then I'll get off. It's called Rock Island Fest. Okay. It starts January 17th and goes to January 20th. Night Ranger, Mr. Big, Winger, Wigwam, Tom Kiefer, L.A. Guns, Brett Michaels, D. Schneider, Jefferson Starship, Damn. Stone Temple Pilots, Buck Cherry, Lit. Bowling for Soup, Trickster. I mean, this is an event that yeah. I, that's why I started drinking the White Claw. I have to start prepping. <laughs> yeah, you gotta. No, you have to. I like where your head's at. But, you know, we're also getting so many, you know, and then we have uh, Key Western Fest for all the country people. Same thing, four or five days in a row. We've got um, Willie nice. Nelson coming down. I mean. Oh, I love him. Yeah. What a great guy. You ever met him? No. Great I can try guy. and get you tickets. Oh, there you yeah, go. I mean, he, he's coming soon. Let me see. God, Willie Nelson at Key West. See, that's exactly what I'm talking about. It's like you're going to be in Key West, one of the most beautiful places I've ever been in the world, and all of a sudden you're going to go see Willie Nelson by the ocean on Key West. Are you kidding me? Oh, yeah. And you should check out this. It's called Coffee Butler Amphitheater, mm-hmm. and it holds about 4,000 people. But it's set, the backdrop is the ocean. There's not one bad seat in that place. It is. Seeing Jimmy Buffett there this summer at the amphitheater was, I kind of hesitated and I'm going and I'm so happy that I didn't. Me too. You know, just never would be able to go. But it was so incredible. My parents were down. My husband, Derek, and I went. It was just like, you know, the the sunset, you know, right there. Oh, yeah. Yep. Heaven. Oh, I mean, like, because so Key West, I mean, you're essentially out in the middle of the ocean or whatever golf coast, right? So like yeah. my mind would be, cause you guys kind of mentioned the insurance aspect of it. Hurricanes, obviously a very real threat down in Florida. If I were to be purchasing a home, I'd be like, well, what's the likelihood that a hurricane is going to now wipe out my $3 million home that I just purchased is, are there, you know, safeguards or is it kind of rare? Do we have a, um, I guess like an uneducated view of how hurricane damage regularly occurs down there or is there kind of safeguards that are put in place where you're not necessarily as exposed as we would think it's definitely about the building standards i mean we yeah. talk about impact yeah. doors and windows and you know secondary water protection on your roof and you know when was the house built how high is it um just all the sector stuff that's the insurance is complicated because mm-hmm. it comes right down to like all these different factors how far away from the water are you you know mm-hmm. we have different zones that are you know flood prone you know more than others with with each hurricane the they they keep building better and better and better so i moved down here now you know two weeks before hurricane irma which destroyed the keys and uh you know we didn't have air we didn't have water i'm missing my family i'm thinking i'm laying here and and there's a porta potty in our living room and i'm going You know, I cried myself to sleep, but then after, you know, you just pull your bootstraps up, you start cleaning up, and we haven't had any now since, but going through what I went through, which was, I mean, devastating, I'd do it all over again. I I would never go back to, I love Minnesota, and my family's there, but this is home now, I love it here, and 
you know, just like I said, if a hurricane destroys an area, it gets built bigger and better, and it's, you know, hopefully withstand. One of my favorite hurricane stories of all time, we bought uh, a house many years ago, 25 years ago, in West Palm. And a couple of years in, a, a hurricane passed over the area. And we had a woman that watched the house. So we're at the airport coming down to see the damage and all the rest of it. And she calls us and says, Tom, I hate to tell you, but uh, your house is pretty much destroyed. And I'm like, really? I get down there. The bay window was broken. That was it. (laughs) (laughs) Where did you get the houses destroyed from that? Oh, that was lucky. Yeah. One window was broken. And she tells me the house, you're going to have to tear it down and start all over. <laughs> well, but that, that's what everyone says. You know, they're so worried about the hurricanes. I said, I went home to Minnesota a few summers ago. There's two tornadoes within yeah. a week. Yep. And I said, and people were devastated with no notice. So, yeah, weather no is, you know, we can't escape it. So, so, just, so many of these houses, too, you guys are like, we're built in the mid 80s mid 1800s and those mm-hmm. devastating storms and they're still standing they're yeah. built by yeah. shipbuilders they just built them <laughs> just built them differently and you don't mm-hmm. see those really ever get wrecked i mean no it's no yeah. the next time you guys pop on we're gonna have to talk about things like what's the name of that doll is it freddie the doll you know what oh. i'm talking about oh yeah. you're not supposed to like look at it or or what is it you can curse for life yeah. Yeah, did yeah. you look at him, Brittany, when you Oh, went? hell no. Kristen, I have <laughs> I have enough bad luck in my life. Like, I cannot, I didn't even go. Everyone was like, we're going to go. And I was like, I was like, that's cool. Um, I was like, the power of Christ compels you as we'd walk by. Like, no, I'm good. There is a yeah, doll that's, that's in, do they still put the doll in the cage? Because sometimes they tell me oh, they, yeah. take it out. Yeah. they keep it in the cage. That's it's on the doll. ghost tour. Yeah, and they say, "Oh, the ghost tour." By the way, that I'm glad you brought that up. Don't not miss the ghost tour because it's phenomenal. It's, so, it's fun. so much fun. It's unbelievable. But so I'm there, and I look up, and it said, "There's a sign on the wall that says, if you don't say hello, what's his name? Is his name Freddie Jack? What the hell is his Robert name? Robert the Doll. Robert, it's Robert yeah. the Doll. Yeah, okay. it was a very formal name for it was. Yeah. <laughs> but they claim if you don't say hello, Robert, how are you today? That he'll come and get you. Yeah, I don't need that. I don't need that <laughs> in my life. Opening scene of a horror movie. What is and you can't make eye contact with them. No, you can't look yeah. in the eye either. That's the so other. So you have part. to like, yep. yeah, look around and like me. I'm just, I, I always do the thing I'm not supposed to do. Like I just always. So I remember, I did not go on the ghost tour. I'm good. I oh. have a cat to ruin my life. I don't need a doll. It's a creepy. It is doll. so much fun. It's unbelievable. That there are so many things that I don't know. We got to get going here, but. There's so many things about Key West that are so damn fun, and Catherine and I are going to come down this year. I know that, so we'll have to we'll have to get something scheduled in advance. I love Florida anyway. Yeah, uh, I just do. We used to go down. I, I think I told you earlier. We used to go to Little Palm Island just about every year, and then we had kids, and they don't let kids on the island, so we couldn't go anymore. <laughs> I think you have to be like, what do you have? Don't you have to be like 18 to get on the island? Oh, I don't know. I, maybe 21. You know what? I might be 21. Um, yeah. I have free dinner on the island. So when you come, I'll hook us up. I've done some mortgages for the people that run Little Palm. So I have dinner. I'll hook us up and we'll go over there. Well, let me put it this way to somebody who's never been there. When you drive up and park your car, the first thing they do is walk out and hand you a drink as you're going through the front door. Hey, you can wear your new t-shirts too when we go that'd be great yeah of course i'm gonna wear that t-shirt i can't wait to inform anybody of my lack of preferences for male genitalia the great thing about that island is the kennedy family that island was just an island that just sat there there was nothing on that island and then they were going to make the movie pt 109 so john f kennedy's father bought the island brought electricity plumbing everything out to that island yeah the kennedy family built that island it was just a nothing island and that was probably what about 1940 something like that i think i'm not sure about that it was almost 100 years ago i know that but it has this all of florida and you start from key west and go all the way up to jacksonville which is a hell of a long way there is so much history in florida that people don't know about it's amazing 
but I'm not happy that Avendonzo closed because it was one of my favorite places. But I'm going to the new place with you, so never mind. Yes. <laughs> okay, now here's the important part. I know we all got to go here because I pushed this way. This is my fault. We went too long oh. here. But um, how do people? Because you said you, you've already had some people reach out to you. How do people reach out to you, Matt and Kristen? Easiest way is just to go to the website, onekeywest.com, and you can find all of our information and search for homes or make a request and our phone numbers, whatever. They're all on there. No, when you, I'm on there, too. So. Yeah, we just yeah. put it all in one. That's a good so, thing. So when you meet with the people today, tell them I said they better buy or there's going to be trouble. Oh, my God. <laughs> Okay, got it. All right, come back soon. This is, I'd say, I, I'm sorry, but you talk about Key West, and I know I ramble on about all the different things, whether it's Robert the Doll or it's, I, honest to God, the whole place is just, we, we just love it, no question. So we'll talk to you again soon, and let me know how things are going, because I'm telling you, ladies and gentlemen, from Minnesota, you are not going to believe Key West. It is one of the most, again, Harry Truman wanted to build it with the second White House down there, yeah. so it can't be too bad, right? No. <laughs> That's true. Come back again soon. Thank you. Thank you, guys. Thanks, Bye. Guys. Merry Christmas. Yeah, Merry, Merry Christmas, Christmas to you. Merry Christmas. Great talking to you. Ladies and gentlemen, Matt Carlson and Kristen Eklund, they're down Coast to Coast Mortgage is where she is. And, of course, you got onekeywest.com is what uh, – Matt was talking about. And by the way, I'm not just doing a sell job. I don't do that bullshit. I don't go, oh, you should go down and I don't really like it or it's not as great as I'm saying it is. I don't do that kind of stuff. I, well, Brittany, how many times did you go to Key West? I've only been once. And like me and Justin have been trying to plan a vacation for a while. And um, that's on our list, uh, especially because, you know, my mom lives in uh, Fort Myers, we could fly right. in there and then uh, right. drive over there. It really is fun. I have to say, I liked it. Uh, it was more accessible than some of the other places we've gone for work. Mm-hmm. And it, I, I just, I just like that. It's, it's very kid friendly. Like it is very family it vibe. Yeah. And you know, people want to drink in the middle of the day is fine too. Like it was such, it was a, a weird merging of worlds that I really liked. Well, and let me just throw this out there. If you happen to be a gay person, yeah, you're going to love it because there are certain bars where apparently you, you can take all your duds off and just hang out the whole night, Yeah, which is pretty interesting, yeah. I think. Yeah, sure. That's Nobody perfect. gets judged there. That's the number one thing. I don't care what your orientation is, what your color is, what your sex, yeah. any of it, sex, all. Nobody judges you there, which they just don't have time. I'm too happy to be judging anybody else like some prick that you've run into. Yeah, I think right? that's. You're right. I think you're on to something is finding a group of people that are happy yeah. because that is they're not going to find themselves wanting to take you down in some weird way. And that is the vibe there. That's for sure. It seems like everyone's happy and everyone has their own little things going on. Like we were talking to people that love scuba diving and they were really mm-hmm. into that. And the other people that oh, were God, into the yes. historic building, it was just everybody had their thing and never they were fine with it. What are those things called again? Yeah, the kind of scooters you, you, you ride on the water. What oh, like a jet, jet ski? Jet ski? A jet ski, I guess, yeah. Because yeah. when we were down there several years ago, Andy decided to take a, take a jet ski out into the ocean. Oh, my God. When he came back, he's like, I'll never do that again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like, apparently, there's a lot of like this out there, and that's just the way it is. But, yeah, matter of fact, I, I, Catherine and I are, are going to go down to Key West this year because I, it's been a few years now. And it just pisses me off that insurance is, is uh, they're not letting people do anything anymore. You mean like, like for our, go bring the show down there. You're thinking. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. They just, you can't do that stuff anymore, which really pisses me off. I don't like that at all. Right. I'm with you. That sucks. But I suppose people sue the piss out of other people. I mean, whatever. But great memories. I have magnificent memories of that place. I better shut up or I'll never shut up about Key West because I just, I got to be honest with you. I just love it. Always have and always will. So we'll take a break and be right back and continue with the show. This is the Tom Bernard Show. 
You know the song Kokomo? It's supposed to be off the Florida Keys, right? Hate to break your Beach Boys bubble, but that's a fictitious place they made up for the song. Fortunately for the rest of us, the Florida Keys island chain are as real as the taxes you have to pay in Minnesota if you're a resident. Now that's a reason to move south. In addition to Florida and all of Monroe County being beautiful, the Keys from Key Largo to Key West are even more beautiful. This is Tom Bernard, part-time Florida resident myself. And if you want a second house or a new retirement home or want to become a Floridian, may I suggest you contact Matt Carlson from One Key. West Realty. Matt grew up in Litchfield. He's a super real estate agent when it comes to finding your tropical island space in the Keys. He lives there and here, and Matt knows what's best in Key West to buy for your second home in Florida. Matt teamed up with fellow Minnesotan from Sartell and Alexandria, Kristen Eckland, who's one of the top mortgage brokers in the country from Coast to Coast Mortgage. She'll get you the financing you need to buy a home in Florida or in Minnesota. Matt's part of the Lake Sotheby's International Realty Group here in Minnesota, and Kristen, his mortgage colleague, lives and works in the Keys, so they both know the Florida Keys new and existing homes for sale and are Minnesotan through and through. Contact them by heading to onekeywest.com. That's onekeywest.com. You need to know a guy for your auto repairs, legal issues, banking, and more. The same goes for investment advice. You need a guy to help you be successful, someone you can trust who gets results. Well, I got a guy for you, Josh Arnold. Josh gives you straight talk, not sugar-coated advice about your financial situation. Josh has seen it all when it comes to economic and market conditions, and Josh can make sure that your retirement objectives match your investments. Do yourself a favor and call Josh now for a no-obligation, 48-minute evaluation. You've got nothing to lose, and you'll get a different point of view for your investments. Call Josh at 952-925-5608. That is 952-925-5608. You'll be glad that you did. And tell him his his guy, Tom, sent you. Investment services offered by Josh Arnold Investment Consultant, LLC, a security investment advisor. Past performance is no guarantee of future results. All investments involve risk. All comments and opinions are Josh Arnold's and do not constitute investment advice. Tom Bernard is a paid endorser. Is that text you're sending so important that you missed your turn? Is that text you're sending so important that you ran the red light? Is that text you're sending so important you didn't see the ball coming onto the road or the child that followed? Hi, I'm Mike Bryant from Bradshaw and Bryant. When you take your eyes off the road for even four seconds, your vehicle travels 100 yards. That's the entire length of a football field. If you absolutely have to text, you need to pull off the road somewhere safe and do it from there. Texting and driving is against the law and can cause serious injury or even death to you and others. Now that is important. We hope you're never injured in a collision, but if you are, please contact us. Find Bradshaw and Bryant, personal injury attorneys at minnesotapersonalinjury.com. Going farther with Mike Bryant on your side, seeking justice for the injured. Bradshaw and Bryant. Tom here, and I want to discuss a partnership that has been wonderful in my life, Zero Res Carpet Care. Very good friends of mine. Nothing is better to someone with a family than having a completely clean home. Your carpet is the biggest filter in your house. If you want to talk about pet dander or foot traffic, dirt from the outside, they all eventually reside in your carpet. So, Zero Res Carpet Care. Listen, around the holidays, you need to contact ZeroResMinnesota.com or call 952-Z-E-R-O-R-E-Z. That's 952-Zero-Res. They clean your home with their electrolyzed pH-elevated water that doesn't use chemicals or soaps that smell like a janitor's closet like other cleaning services. How about a Tom Bernard deal? Well, here it is. Get three rooms, zero resified, starting at $129, and don't forget your air ducts. Mention me, and they'll discount your air vents by $75, too. This is for the entire month, so call them right now, 952-ZERO-RES, backward or forward, it spells the same, or book online, zeroresminnesota.com. If it's available, ask for them to come to your place in the Tom Bernard named service truck. What an honor that was, by the way. Just mention me by name and get the special deal to get your home clean and your heart happy. Zero Res Carpet. 